Guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue our meditation of Jonah's magnificent God, chapter 3, verse 9. A patient God allows us to live another day. You know, we have three very interesting questions tucked away in our text today, uh, but they're expressed by the king of Nineveh. Number one, does God ever change his mind? Number two, does God ever get angry? And number three, will God destroy those who reject him? Jonah 3.9 says, Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? Does God ever change his mind? Good question. Actually not too easy to answer. What may look like a change of mind to us could actually be the promised response to the choices we make that either please or displease God. Because we do not know the mind of God, and because we do not always know what is best for ourselves, and because God tells us that we have not because we ask not, we by faith can confidently approach God, knowing that he has the power to do what he wills and the compassion to do what is best for those he loves. Even though the captain of the ship from which Jonah was thrown into the sea did not know Jonah's God, he may have thought that since this creator God was an exceedingly powerful God, he may also be an exceedingly merciful God. The captain's words, perhaps, or if so be, showed that he knew that God had the power to do whatever he thought was best. It is obvious that he also hoped that Jonah's God, who became his God, had an overabundance of compassion to go with his infinite power. The captain first asked Jonah, then asked God himself. Jonah 1.6. So the captain came to Jonah and said, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. Then in Jonah 1.14, therefore, they cried out to the Lord and said, We pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life. And do not charge us with innocent blood for you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah, threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice to the Lord and took vows. Okay, God is sovereign and will do what is best and necessary to draw people to himself. We will not always understand why God does what he does, but we can trust him that he knows best. In a way, God did not change his mind with the Ninevites. He simply told them what he would do to judge their sin and wickedness. Even though the Ninevites lived, the sin and wickedness was destroyed. Just what God wanted. The people of Nineveh did not know Jonah's God. Their repentance was a great act of faith. The only hope we can see for the Ninevites was that God sent Jonah to warn them instead of simply destroying the city. This gave the people hope that this great God of Jonah may be patient, forgiving, and a merciful God. Second question, does God get angry? The Ninevites believed so. Knowing that God was angry with their sin, they said, let's cry mightily to God and turn from our evil, violent ways. Who can tell if God will turn away his fierce anger that we perish not? Most of the anger we see is a very selfish anger. God's anger is not selfishly motivated, but it is intensified by the sin and wickedness that keeps man separated from him. Sin and disobedience causes men to stray from God and start loving and living for other gods. Our Old Testament is full of such examples to warn us from such foolishness, like Deuteronomy 7.3. 
nor shall you make marriages with them. You shall not give their daughter to your son, nor take their daughter for your son, for they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be aroused against you and destroy you suddenly. How about Joshua 23, verse 16? When you have transgressed the covenant of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, and have gone to serve other gods and bowed yourselves to them, then shall the anger of the Lord be kindled against you. Or how about Judges 3, 7? The children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, forgot the Lord their God. Therefore, the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. You know, the reason God hates sin so much is because he loves us so much. God's intense anger towards sin is an expression of his intense love towards us. Finally, will God destroy those who reject him? You know, the sailors cried out to God so that they would not perish. The Ninevites repented and cried out to God so they would not perish. God has lovingly prepared a way that no man, woman, or child need to perish and be separated from God for all eternity. God had Peter and John write his thoughts down for us. Second Peter 3, 9. Again, the Lord is not slow concerning his promises. Some men count slackness, is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. John 3.15, the whosoever believes in Jesus should not perish, but have eternal life. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God sent not his son to the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. All three questions from Jonah 3.9 are actually answered in 2 Peter 3.9. God is looking for repentance. He will not destroy those who repent. He will not be angry with those who repent. He will hold off the punishment to those who repent. In other words, we serve a loving, patient, forgiving God who is allowing us to be alive today. Hey, I'm sorry our time is up. This meditation has been a sweet one, but today's the day the Lord made. And I hope that today you rejoice in it and also that you have a really, really good day.